You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. I am so excited to introduce you to my warrior friend, Aaron. Aaron, welcome to Becoming Me. I am so pumped to be here. Thank you so much for sending me an invite. Hey, we're excited to host you. And y'all, Aaron is not a stranger to becomingme.tv. In fact, we have shared your wife's becoming story, Hannah, yes. a couple years ago. We'll include that uh, link yep. in the show notes so people can get to know Hannah too. Um, but before we dive into your story, like let's kick it off with maybe the most challenging question. I also think the most fun. Like okay. who is Aaron? If someone doesn't know who you are, introduce yourself. Yeah, Aaron is uh, an extrovert. Uh, he loves being in the middle of all the things that are happening. Um, I would say I'm constantly thinking about the future, uh, the future of the church. I'm passionate about people. Um, I'm really passionate about also people's pain. And so um, it really intrigues me why people go through what they go through and how they become as a result, actually. Um, I am middle kid of five and uh, grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I work at Exponential. I'm the next gen catalyst there and just doing some cool things for Jesus. So that's a little bit about me. I love it. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. And I would love to just let's go there. Like, what's your story? It intrigues me even in your introduction. And I have a hunch that some of your story might even unpack why diving into people's pain points is a passion for you. And so let's just unpack your story. Like, what has made you who you are today? Yeah, I think stories are powerful, right? Um, I think uh, vulnerability, transparency, authenticity are the gateways to probably connection. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when you meet people, there's this like, man, I want to go deep with them. I'm not sure how I go deep with them. And how do I push through this, uh, this maybe this breaking wall down of uh, connection. And for me, I found that transparency, authenticity, vulnerability are the gateways to becoming um, uh, proximate to the people that you want to do more life with. And what I found in my own personal journey is, you know, I grew up in Milwaukee, like I said, I was raised in the church. I was a church kid, Awana, VBS, the whole nine yards, you know? And what I found is that you can be proximate to the things of Jesus. You can be proximate to the church and actually not have a intimate, deep relationship with Jesus. 
And so I grew up knowing all about God, but I never really fully experienced God's presence till I was 23. Um, just to shorten my story, I was super involved in football, brought a lot of identity to my life, uh, middle school, high school, college. Um, I was dating a girl for four plus years. I was in nursing school, doing the whole things. My life was full, full swing, full throttle. And um, at 23, it, my life came to a head in a period of a couple of years. Um, I lost an aunt that had cerebral palsy. So I grew up with an aunt that had cerebral palsy. Go to a facility that had 300 plus handicapped people and uh, people with special needs. And, um, and we would take care of my aunt. And so that really transformed my life just as a kid. And then, um, you know, soon after that, three weeks later, my aunt, uh, Jan, she passed away. Um, and then I lost my girlfriend of four years. Uh, I got kicked out of my nursing school. I flipped my car going 70 miles an hour and couldn't play football as a result. And so long story short, I spunneled into depression, mental health, suicidal ideation for around two years. Um, I went from like a 165 pound athlete to weighing around 120 pounds on my bed. My mom would sit on my bed and pray over me and cry over me. And it was a very traumatic, difficult, hard season. I, I feel like I was at the lowest of lows and everything is up from there. And so, um, yeah, if I'm honest, it was really, really, really tough, really hard. And my brother, he said, hey, um, I think Aaron should probably move down to South Carolina. So I moved down to South Carolina, I packed my little red Honda Civic uh, with a couple of suitcases, didn't even have a job, moved down to South Carolina as kind of like a fresh start with my brother. Um, and I was working construction at the time. And he said, hey, I think I want you to attend this thing. I'm like, what is it? And he's like, it's, you know, it's this Jesus thing. And I was like, man, I'm out you know, I'm done. I don't believe that God is good. I don't believe that God has a plan for my life. I don't believe that he's faithful. I don't believe that he's full of grace and he's kind and that he's good. And, and I was like, and he, my brother was like, man, listen, I'll, I'll cut half your rent if you just like go to this thing. And so I attended this gathering called Resonate in Greenville, South Carolina, and I've never seen a place so electric and on fire for Jesus. And I was like, man, what kind of Jesus was kind of not only packaged to me, but then also like, what kind of Jesus did I never try to pursue? And, and as a result, um, I went my first week and I was so like in so much pain that just getting hugs from people and people, you know, in these small groups sharing their weaknesses of vulnerability, transparency and authenticity. I was like, yo, who are these people that are real and authentic followers of Jesus and are passionate about following him? And so went my second week, went my third week, and I literally was sitting in my car after the third week. And I said, man, God, I have to wait six days to experience that place again. And so as a result, I went my fourth week. I'm sitting in my car. I'm like, all right, God, if you really exist, I'm going to walk up to that front row, worship as if you do, lay my heart on the line. 
and I walk up to this front row, worship my heart out, and that was the first time I've ever experienced God's presence. And it broke me, and I was pool of tears in my jeans. I'm on my knees in this front row, just weeping, like pulsating, crying, you know? And uh, if someone asked me, hey, what? how would you describe your life at that moment? It was like someone that took a vase and just dropped it. And I'm over here trying to put the pieces together. And my young adult pastor at the time, uh, which is my life verse now, is Ephesians 2.10, that you're God's masterpiece, creating Christ Jesus for his purpose. And he literally said, some of you feel like a broken vase in this room. And you're trying to put all your pieces together. And we're going through this mosaic series. And it was like this crucifix of timing of, of just, you know, me being broken, but needing restoration in Jesus. Um, and, and man, I gave my life to the Lord at 23 and never looked back. And so I've been pursuing Jesus ever since. So. Wow. I mean, what a powerful journey. Thank you for your vulnerability and your authenticity yeah. and sharing your journey. Um, yeah, that's such 100%. a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, I want to follow up with um, perhaps a lighter question before before I ask my next one. But are you a coffee drinker? I am. I love coffee. All right. So I'm actually sitting it? at this place called Summer Moon Coffee in Kenosha. They okay. have this amazing thing called Moon Milk, y'all. If you ever come to, I think they're around the country, but Okay. You got to check it out. Summer Moon Coffee. Here's my plug for them. Okay. Okay. So, so what's Moon Milk? Now I got to know. I don't even know. I I do even I don't even know how to describe it. All I'm like, you just put that thing in my drink. So <laughs> Is it like a latte? It's a latte, yes. Okay. And okay. it's I don't I think they don't actually tell you what it is. Uh but they can make it dairy free, I believe. Okay. Um, or also regular, but it's like their specialty. So that's amazing. But All right. So I love really, coffee. Me too. I am definitely with you on that. And I also enjoy trying like local spots, specialty coffees. So now I'm going to have to go try this moon milk. Latte. Yes. We'll have you to know? go together. We'll yeah, have. Exactly. So if somebody was with you at this coffee shop right now and mm. you both are having moon milk lattes, you're <laughs> chatting about life, you're sharing each other's stories, right? And you were to look across the coffee table and you were to encourage this person on their own becoming journey. Mm, what would you say? Question. I would say your pain is your power. I think we live in such a, a cerebral world of just people feeling unseen, unknown, uh, not believed in, not empowered, not encouraged. And so I would say, ask three questions to get to the, the deepest level of connection and Share vulnerability, share tough parts, share the broken parts, because why your pain can be your power. And I think people are desperate to feel seen and known and, and want to feel loved. But I think we live in such a cancel culture or a build trust kind of thing. And the only way to really build trust on your end is to go first. And so what if not you, who? If not you being vulnerable, transparent, or authentic, then who? And so I would say the gateway to actually build beautiful connections on sharing your story, becoming who God created you to be, stepping into your purpose is is going first. And so I, I, I would say that is take risks. Without risk, there's no reward, some people say. And so 
whatever you can do to push the envelope of of using your pain to channel power in your life of God's power, reflection of God's power and his beauty in your life. And I would probably start with that. So uh, try to get to uh, talk about pain and how uh, pain has made you, how pain has empowered you, how pain has uh, taught you things about yourself that you've never really uh, fully recognized. Um, and then I would say last thing is I would I would say is uh, be a leader that is consumed with taking interest in people. Hmm. I think we live in such a fast paced and authentic world. And when I have mentors or people look at me and take interest in my life of hey, you just put on a conference. Tell me how it went. What was exciting? What was hard? What was difficult? What was the best parts? What were the most vulnerable parts? Um, I think when people take interest, you know, and this is not a Aaron Barnett thing. This is a Bible thing. Uh, this is a Jesus way of living is take the interest of people. And um, that's where I see beauty exists is, uh, even in my own stories and, and people that have appreciated my own journey is, Hey, if we can be people of that, just take the interest of people. I mean, what is life if people don't have faith, hope, and love? And if we can provide hope by taking interest in them, if we can provide faith in them by taking interest in them, if we can provide love by taking interest in them, I think. I think we're going to see a more beautiful world kind of exist as a result. So. No, that's so powerful. Like drop the mic. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and, you know, you mentioned that you just hosted a conference. And yeah. as a friend of you and Hannah, I also know that you are so passionate about calling leaders up. So tell me a little mm. bit about what you're doing, how people can get involved, all the things. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm the next gen catalyst at Exponential. Long story short, my wife was on a podcast recently, and there's all this talk about Gen Z on one hand walking away from the church. And the reality is there is also a remnant of young leaders that are vibrant, passionate, excited about the local church. And so I'm like, man, I don't I don't hear a lot of people out there calling a whole generation up to up to the standard or a higher standard of living because I I feel like people follow language people follow culture people follow setting the hard bot uh the, the bar high right yeah and so you know at exponential you know being a the next gen catalyst here we're piloting and trailblazing some stuff that's kind of new and exciting we just launched our first ever conference it's called the next gen today it's a play on words so it's a two-day event and it's for next gen today and so we believe that we want to see a whole generation come back to the church build the future of it and say hey what would it look like if we created not a network of people but a family of leaders a family of young people that say Hey, I'm in it with you. I want to see what God could do in and through me and in and through us together. And so that's kind of what we're doing right now at Exponential. We're really excited. We have a whole thing that we're working on from 2023 to 2024 of Zoom calls for young leaders that are going to have mentorship or coaching calls on them to really push the envelope of belonging because we feel as a next-gen leader 
that le- is leading next gen, and I'm sure you feel this too, Emily, is sometimes leading is tough. Sometimes leading is hard. And so we have been feeling of, hey, what if we could create a place for young leaders, yeah. people like yourself, and maybe people that are watching this back, a place to belong and to build the future of the church. And so that's what we're kind of doing at Exponential. My heart bleeds. My uh, my wife says uh, Gen Z is like her lifeblood. Yeah. I couldn't put it in better words for myself is Gen Z is like our lifeblood um, to actually uh, uh, find purpose in me. Like I love pouring out to the next generation. I love empowering the next generation. I love opening doors for the next generation. And so Gen Z is my heart. So yeah, that's a little bit about what I'm doing right now. That's amazing. So if somebody was watching your story today and hearing everything you're leading and they're like, I got to connect with Aaron. I want to learn more. How can people connect with you online? Yeah. Um, I would say you can email me. I, I'm, I will totally email you, but I think that I'm a relational guy. And so I just want to get to know you. I want to see what God's doing in and through you. So the, probably the best way to connect with me would be at my Instagram, Aaron R Barnett underscore. Um, so it's double A Ron, A A R O N R Barnett underscore. You can find me on Instagram. DM me if you're ever going through like pain, uh, struggle, um, maybe a mental health battle, or like you just feel like ministry is tough. You're alone. DM me and uh, let's set up a call. We'd love to connect with you. So. That's awesome. And y'all, we will have the link to Aaron's Instagram and all the things in the show notes. You can easily click it and connect with him. But Aaron, like, thank you for sharing your story, who you are, who you're becoming. Um, I am your and Hannah's biggest cheerleader. I'm just cheering you guys on and Same. I'm thankful for your friendship. We're super thankful for you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.